It was Memorial Day yesterday, and you know what that means. It means that summer is almost here. And for many of us, that means that there will be some changes in our schedules, in our routines, just in our everyday life. And I am proposing that you have a plan for it all so that it goes well, so that you can make wise decisions, and so that you can have a ton of fun and keep the order and not have it be chaotic. So in today's episode, we're talking about a step-by-step plan to create the best summer for you and your family. So you're going to need the Nourish Necessities workbook, or you can just write down on a piece of paper, and your planner. All right, and a pen or pencil to write with. All right, let's do it. Mama, welcome to the Nurse Mom Podcast, where you're going to learn how to ditch the mom stress through renewed mindsets, healthy habits, and balanced nutrition. God is calling you to a life of peace, joy, and rest, even during this crazy season when kids are tugging at your legs, you can't get a minute to yourself, and you feel like you have a million things to do. So if you are ready to leave the stress and busyness behind and step into the goodness that God has for you and your family, then you are in the right place. So set those kiddos up with some Legos, some Play-Doh, or whatever is going to keep them engaged for the next 20 minutes while we dig into today's show. Let's do it. Welcome back, ladies. Today, we are talking about summer, my favorite time of year. And I just, I love summer because it's always had like this magical place in my heart, right? We have just the days seem slower and more filled with fun and relaxation. And we have more time for family. And it just is like awesome. And I live in New England, so the weather is great. But summer can go by way too fast sometimes if we're not intentional to make the most of it. Or sometimes it can get like really chaotic when we don't have the right routines and structure in place to create the consistency and order that our kids need. So today we are talking about a step-by-step plan to help you plan out your best summer. Step-by-step. Oh, baby, I gotta get to you, girl. Step by step. Oh, baby, I really want you in my world. Step one. We can have lots of fun with our nourished necessities. All right, throwback to the new kids on the block. Man, we have so many memories growing up, me and my cousins jamming out to the new kids on the block. So step one, nourish necessities. Ladies, I'm always going to have you start with the nourish necessities. Because if you are not getting the physical, the mental, the spiritual nourishment that you need, you're going to get burnt out, you're going to get stressed out, you're going to get exhausted. And there have been plenty of summers where I have not made my nourish necessities a priority. 
I mean, I think even last summer, like I really get into the phase where like, oh, who cares? We don't need a, we don't need a routine. It's summer and we're going to have so much fun and it sounds really fun and it's fun for a little while until it just gets like super chaotic and it's not fun anymore. So this is the perfect time to reassess your nourish necessities because Things are probably changing for you right now anyway or coming up soon, right? When your kids get out of school or when you're done homeschooling or whatever the changes may be, usually summertime means changes. So before it comes, dig into your nourish necessities and see where is God calling you? So if you have not downloaded the Nourish Necessities workbook yet, just go to the link at the bottom of the show notes or in the show notes and there'll be a link to the free workbook and it just walks you through the six areas of nourishment so that you can feel your best, be filled up with all the things that you need to be that mom that God's calling you to be and to feel balanced and to feel peaceful. So the Nourish Necessities, we have our relationship with God. So how is God calling? calling you this summer. You know, maybe he's calling you to do a Bible study with some friends. Maybe he's calling you to do a daily devotion with your kids. So pray about this and get a vision. What is God calling you to? Your relationship with others. So your husband, like I hear, I hear my name being called to some nice bike rides and picnics with my husband. Just some time that we can spend together outside in God's creation in the nice warm weather. But I've got a plan for that, right? It's not going to happen on its own. Your relationships with your kids. How can you pour into your relationship with your kids this summer? And this is the perfect time, right? Summer, you have more time with your kids. So how is God calling you to this necessity? Your mental health and your mindset. You know, maybe you can pick up journaling for the summer. Maybe it's a book that you're going to read. But pray about this. Where is God calling you to? Your physical health. You know, maybe it's joining a class at the gym. Maybe it's just throwing in a couple good habits to, you know, get you moving the summer. Hiking or waking up and doing five minutes of stretching. Um, Meaningful work. So this could be outside of the home or inside the home. How is God calling you to work in a meaningful way? And rest, something that I think we overlook so often, but that is perfect in the summertime. How is God calling you to rest physically and spiritually? So walk through these nourished necessities and get a vision for what God is calling you to. Get a vision and be specific and let God lead you. Step two, there's so much we can do. I'm way off on the tune of that one. I can't quite remember how it goes. But step two for our purposes is to create a summer bucket list. So get together with your family and brainstorm. What are the things that you each hope to do this summer? You know, maybe it's something that you do every week. Maybe it's a one-time thing. But sit down and talk to each other and kind of dream with each other and write down a list of all the things that you guys hope to do. And make it fun. And I, I challenge you, moms, do not sit down and make the list by yourself because that is not as fun. Like include your kids, include your husband, and do it together because there's something about planning and dreaming together as a family that really creates connection. And then like you can even print the list out and check it off as you go. And that's so much fun and rewarding. So uh, what is going to be on your bucket list? Okay, step three, you're going to create daily routines. So this is where you're going to find 
order and grounding in your days. So in case you're not sold on routines yet, in case you're new here, I want to talk about the benefits of routines. So in a University of Albany, I want to say Alabama, a University of Albany study, they found that individuals who grew up with predictable daily routines were less likely to have time management or attention problems as adults. So I just like to throw some statistics in sometimes for you, for you people who like that concrete data. Now, uh, let's go through some of like the real life advantages. So routines help to eliminate power struggles with your kids because they know what to expect. And I see this play out all the time, like specifically with screen time. So when we get like out of our routines or we're kind of our routines are changing because we're in just a season of change. My kids have a hard time with screen time because they don't understand, you know, when we watch it and when we don't. And when I say no, they have a meltdown and I'm like the meanest mom ever and I'm the worst. But when we're in a consistent routine and they understand like, okay, we can watch TV after we do this or we watch TV this time of day, then they know what to expect. They know the boundaries and they're way less likely to come complain and give me a hard time about it. And this really would play out for any situation. So when you have a consistent bedtime, it makes it easier for your kids to understand that it's bedtime and not complain. When you have consistent rules around mealtime, like all of these things help your kids to follow the rules, I guess, you know, just to eliminate those power struggles because they know what's expected of them. And honestly, it helps you to be more consistent too because you know what to expect. So instead of giving in and like, I guess you can watch TV this time and now, you know, you're watching three hours of TV today because you didn't know the boundaries. You didn't know the routine. Or like, I guess you don't have to brush your teeth tonight because you don't have a routine set up around brushing your teeth. You know, so having routines help you be more consistent with kind of like not giving in to your kids' demands so you can help them and yourself build healthy habits. So having routines also helps your kids take take charge of their own responsibilities. So as you start off with new routines, yes, you're going to have to coach your kids through it. Like right now, we go upstairs and brush our teeth. Then we put our pajamas on. Then we sit down and read a book. But as your kids become familiar with the routine, now they can brush them teeth, their teeth by themselves. Now they can get dressed in their pajama by themselves, pick out their own book because they know what's expected and Kids like to take on responsibility if they know what they're supposed to be doing, right? So it helps them to be more independent and take on that responsibility for the things that they can be in charge of. I also find that it really helps us to cooperate as a family and to work as a team, right? We know when we're supposed to be doing our chores. We know when we're supposed to be feeding the animals. We know what's expected. And because of that, we can kind of work together and be like, oh, here's the lettuce for the rabbits. I'm going in the fridge anyway. Here's the water for the guinea pigs. Or, you know, here's your book that you left on the floor. Because we're all in it together. We we have the routine of cleaning up the house at the same time. And it just fosters teamwork. 
And routines really help kids learn how to manage their time. They learn that balance of work and play and work and rest, right? Because there's a time for rest and there's a time for work. Leviticus 23.3 tells us, For six days work may be done, but on the seventh day there is a Sabbath of complete rest. Like God made these rhythms, they're woven into creation and his way of life. And we can model that for our kids with our routines. And you know, for so many of us, summer is like considerably less structured than other times of year, right? Kids are out of school. We go on vacations. There's beach days. There are cookouts. And if there's no structure, it can easily turn to chaos. Like kids thrive on structure. And like adults honestly thrive on structure too. And when there isn't structure, It's easy for bad habits to start slipping in. Like suddenly we're not getting enough sleep, so we're cranky. And we're not outside enough or we're on screens too much. It's just, it's very easy to fall into bad habits when we don't have a good routine and structure in place. And I know that you don't want a chaotic, crazy summer. So the first thing we're going to do is set up a morning routine and an evening routine. So this way we can start the day off right and we can end the day off right. So when you're thinking about your routines, the first thing I want you to think about is your nourished necessities. So you went through your nourished necessities and you wrote down the things that God was calling you to. Like how is he calling you to spend time with him, your relationships, your physical health. So what things do you feel called to that should be happening on a daily basis? And where can you plug those into your morning routines and your nighttime routines? So for example, I mean, I like to focus on my relationships both morning and nighttime. So time with God in the morning, we do a family devotion. And I also do breakfast time. I do my own thing. And then in the evening time, before I go to bed, I get back in the Bible. And then we make sure we say our prayers as a family. So we're hooking in these habits into these routines so they can be consistent. All right, so go through those nourish necessities. Which ones can fit in your morning routine? Which ones can fit in your evening routine? Then the next step, what things do you have to get done, right? There are certain things that we have to do at certain times of day. Like morning time, you probably have to get dressed and you have to eat. And, you know, you might have some animals that you have to feed. Fit these things that you have to do into your morning and evening routines so you don't have to be scrambling around randomly to try to get them done, right? You know where they fit in. You have a consistent routine. The thing gets done. You don't have to worry about it. And also, don't try to do the things all by yourself. Your kids are home, so this is a great opportunity to teach them more responsibility, to give them some new chores that they can work on, to teach them some new life skills and some habits. So where can your kids help out in all of this stuff? So you can promote that teamwork and promote that cooperation as a family. So the next thing I want you to think about when you're creating these routines is to get your kids involved. Ask them what's important to them. Ask them how they envision their morning going and their evenings going and talk about it. And yes, your kids might be like, I envision myself waking up and playing video games for two hours. And you might be like, um, that's not happening. And you might have disagreements, but that helps you work on your communication and work on compromising. And those are really good life skills for your kids to learn. So don't be afraid to have those conversations. And then also, you know, 
by them having their input, if you ask, you know, for example, like, would you rather take a shower first thing in the morning or would you rather take a shower at night? By listening to them and considering their opinion, they're going to feel valued and they're going to be more likely to take on that responsibility, you know, like happily instead of complaining. Okay, and the other thing I want you to be aware of when you're creating your routines is to be realistic with your time. So when does your morning routine start and when does your routine end? Write those two times down and then write down all the things that you want to fit into each routine and then estimate the time that they take and then see if they fit. Because if you're trying to fit too much in and you're not being realistic with your time, your morning, your evening are going to be anything but orderly and peaceful. So make sure you're not trying to fit too much in and that you're being realistic. All right, so step four, we're going to work on our weekly rhythms. So I want you to take another look at your nourish necessities. Some of these don't happen every day, right? Which are the ones that happen, you know, a couple times a week or once a week? Where can you plug those things in? When I was going through my nourish necessities, I really had like a vision of us just going to the gorge, this little um, this little like hiking place down in our town and setting up a hammock and reading books and doing devotion in the morning and listening to the birds singing. It just sounds so peaceful. But realistically, that obviously can't happen every day. But it could happen on a weekly basis. So where can I plug that in? And I was thinking Saturdays, but when I mentioned it to Dale, he didn't seem to think it was as amazing as I did. So I'm thinking maybe Fridays. (laughs) All right, now I want you to look at your bucket list. So which things on your bucket list are going to happen on a weekly or bi-weekly basis? So the things that are going to reoccur, like we go hiking on a weekly basis. Shout out to all of my moms in our hiking group. I really, I love those days. So Yay. Um, We want to go to the beach on a weekly basis throughout the summer. So what things on your bucket list are going to repeat? And then the next thing I want you to remember are your rhythms of work and play and work and rest. So we all have a tendency to lean further towards one way or the other, right? Some of us have a tendency to always like push towards work. Some of us have a tendency to push towards rest and we don't get enough done. Some of us have a tendency to like want to be playing and relaxing all the time and we don't get the work done. So know which way you kind of lean and try to have some balance. So if you lean towards working too much, make sure you're intentional about scheduling in rest and play and then vice versa. Right, because you want to feel balanced. You want to have that balance in life. It's You can't have all work, no play, all play, no work. It just doesn't work. So one strategy that really helps me with this is the strategy of rotation. And we recently spoke about it in episode number 28 when we talked about different time management strategies. And I think I use this exact um, example. But going to the beach, like I would love to go to the beach, like the ocean, Every week, but it's like an hour drive and it's some can be a lot of work and it just, I think it would be a little bit too overwhelming to go to the ocean every week. So we're going to rotate. We'll go to the ocean one week and then the next week we'll go to the lake. 
the strategy of rotation helps you to find that balance that will work for you. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. It doesn't have to be, you know, one thing every week or one thing every day. But with the rotation, you still know the plan, right? There's still order. Like I know that I'm rotating these things every Wednesday, so it's not like chaotic, but it still gives that sense of balance. Okay, and step number five, schedule in your special days. So look again at your nurse necessities because there might be one, there might be something that God is calling you to that like doesn't reoccur, that it's just this one-time thing that he's calling you to. And then look at your bucket list. What are those one-time things? Maybe a concert or an event. And then look at your calendar, talk to your husband, talk to the people you need to talk to and schedule it in. Because if you're like me, if you don't schedule it in, there's a high chance that it just won't happen. All right, so let's recap. Step number one, start with your nourished necessities always. These are the things that are going to fill you up. Start there. Step number two, create that summer bucket list with your family. Step number three, create those daily routines that are going to bring order, that are going to keep your family grounded, and that are going to make time for the most important things, aka your nourished necessities. And step four, create your weekly rhythms and remember balance that work and rest rhythm. And step number five, schedule in your special days. And guys, I just realized that there's five steps and there are also five steps in the New Kids in the Block step-by-step song. So it was just meant to be. All right, I hope that these five steps gave you an easy blueprint to plan a summer that, you know, is like the perfect summer, one that's structured and balanced and fun and perfect for what you and your family need. All right, I hope that you have a great week. God bless. Real quick before you go, if this podcast blessed you or inspired you in any way, could you please take a minute to write a review on Apple Podcasts? Writing a review is the number one way that you can help me to reach more moms just like you. And reading your reviews truly inspires me and encourages me to keep doing this work. Also, don't forget to connect with other like-minded mamas in our Facebook community so that we can encourage and uplift each other on this journey. The link to the Facebook group is in the show notes. Thank you for listening and may your heart overflow with God's peace and love. God bless.